welcome to Patreon Africa special. As you know, we're live in Akwaibo, um, Akwaibo Tech Week. And here with me today, you know my name already, Esther Richards, right? And here with me today is Blessing Abeng. And you wonder why I am um, calling Blessing Abeng first before I call Uwem. I mean, Uwem is here. I'm seeing Uwem for the very first time in my entire life. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of his work. And... Um, excited to have them here. My eyes are closed because I'm starstruck. They have no idea. Every blessing was going to laugh. Right, so um, today I would say I'd love to gossip, but I can't. I'm really going to have to help myself somehow because I love the way um, you and Owen talk about the things that happen in the ecosystem, the truth, um, and the dares. There are a lot of dares. And basically around funding, around startup the, the sincerity i've listened to om's podcast and i'm totally awed by the realness right because what we are used to in the ecosystem is lies right we're used to people just faking it i don't know what it's faking it to the making i don't know if they ever get to make it because i don't know what making means but you guys are here today all the way from two different parts of the world um, lagos is one part of the world because here we So, and then UK as well, because I know you guys live in two places. So, tell us why you guys are here. I've done the introduction already, but you can introduce yourself. Usually, my guests introduce themselves, but I had to do that because <laughs> you guys are my people. And so, you can say I am biased, whatever, but hey, these are my people. So, tell us a little bit about um, your background already now. Just tell us, but tell us, and then so people listening can know more about what you guys do and then why you came all the way here. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Blessing Abeng and I help people find the value that they have to offer and, you know, communicate that value to their target audience. And I've done that in so many different ways. I have been the co-founder of a tech company that got acquired. I have been the co-founder of a tech nonprofit where we were training uh, thousands of Africans to increase their earning power by empowering them with tech skills. And so far, we, I think, trained at the time I was, you know, um, going on my sabbatical. We had trained over 130,000 people. We had built a community of over 250,000 people across all of Africa. But aside all of that, I'm just a sweet baby girl who wants to enjoy life Soft and help life. people prosper. Yes. You know, in especially leveraging tech and helping with businesses and, and all of that. Yeah, why am I here? Uh, when I received the message, I am an acquirable mite by marriage. And so <laughs> when I received the message, hallelujah. <laughs> but when I received the um, email and message, it was even a WhatsApp message. When I received the message to say, you know, blessing, would like you to come over and speak. I really love that they were intentional about inviting people from the South so that people who are in the South can see people who look like them and be inspired and see that the life that they want is possible. But beyond that, I'm really inspired by the work that is going on in Aquaibon, all of the amazing things that they're doing, the the way that they're taking, you know, development pretty seriously in the state. I like that the state is operating as though it's a country of its own. And that's how it looks from outside. So it was really lovely to be able to come in here and inspire people. I have no problems whatsoever, you know, talking to the people of Lagos and talking to people in Abuja and these different places because here that's something amazing like this. We were saying that Akwaibo has the highest, second highest second deaf community. Deaf that's something a lot of people Nigeria. don't know. Wow. Yes, that's something a lot of people don't know. And so we're just here talking about tech, tech, tech. We need to come home. And a lot of our community members also are from 
you know, Akwai Bomb, Lagos and all of that. So it's really nice to be able to meet some of them in person. I've run into some of them. It's been amazing. It's been lovely. Um, that's why I'm here. Um, I guess Wendy's here because of me, but let's hear Why am I here? Okay, first of all, I have to introduce myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this young lady's blessing her bangs, husband. <laughs> is this what you're doing now? <laughs> and I aspire to be a full time house husband. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but more importantly, I regard myself as the connector. So I'm the guy that connects founders to the resources, to the mentorship, to the access to capital that they need to grow and scale their business. And I've done this over the last 10 years in various capacities. Um, you mentioned my podcast, which I absolutely love doing. Um, I love speaking. I love conversations. I love speaking to founders and talking about their backstories. I don't like all this aspire to inspire nonsense that we've we parrot around. I mean, there's a, there's a place for motivation, honestly, but there's also the place to understand what the amount of work that goes into actually being a success. Blessing is not here. I'm not here. You're not here just because we woke up one day and we snapped our finger like Thanos and everything happened, right? We actually put in the work. And there are days that we asked ourselves, what the hell are we doing? And that's the kind of story I like to capture. Um, I've done this by running one of the largest entrepreneurship programs on the continent of Africa, the Tony and the Million Entrepreneurship Program. As part of the team, I actually put together the tech platform. We were doing virtual before virtual became a thing. We had a virtual accelerator and we we're training you know, people through a 12-week entrepreneurship program, teaching them to write a business plan and then funding their businesses. And we did that, I did that for about five, six years. By then, we had done about 10,000 entrepreneurs from all the 54 countries in Africa. And then I made my you know, move into venture capital, which has been a very interesting phase for me. And right now, I lead investments at um, Launch Africa. And what we are is a, I think we, we walk the talk. Literally, if you say we are backing founders, we back founders from across Africa. We have 133 plus companies across the continent of Africa. And we don't just invest in, you know, just men or we don't invest in just fintech. We are sector agnostic. We invest across various geographies and we are very instrumental in the growth of these founders, which is another thing that I do. Like, I'm very passionate about helping founders grow and in whatever capacity that you see me exist, it's about the founders. How do I help you go from point A to B to Z? That's the most important thing for me. And um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. So why am I in Aquabo State? Again, like her, I got the invite. And I think I was excited with the amount of young people that were involved in the planning of this. And I, and I think that we are seeing a new generation of young people grabbing hold of their destinies and figuring out how do we make the states and Af- Nigeria and Africa better and I'm really excited about that and I want to see how I can catalyze that movement because it's very very important we can't sit back and allow the status quo happen and the status quo exists because the old people have just always been there nothing wrong with them I mean they come with wisdom they come with experience but now we, we come with drive and innovation and that's what I want to see us do fantastic this is going to be interesting okay so particularly today I'm intrigued by the fact that I know that you are a Kwame I've always knew that you are a mm. because of your name. But Blessing, I didn't know that Blessing was that my name. I had to, it was Google that told me. And that was shocking. I was like, no, that's not my name. It's like maybe she's wrong. I'm like, okay, maybe you know, maybe um, maybe a Ghanaian. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that in love, right? Oh, yeah, she I guess it's a Cameroonian, Ghanaian, everything. But so where are you from? I'm from Crush River State. I mean, before... by, by my dad. But I am 
from a choir ball by her <laughs> husband. Did you see that beautiful combination? Right. It's such a beautiful combination. But she doesn't look, talk. There, there's no link. My you name know, is Elaine. Do you know how I knew that she was um, from a choir ball? And from a choir ball state. I did a boot. That is not something. She has a lot of stories to be honest around her name from trying to get a passport to our road trip. So we did a road trip years ago again, back to stories <laughs> where we, we did like Lagos to um we, we dropped at Potako, then we went to Cross River and we went to Aquaibum. Now at the border of Cross River and Aquaibum they stopped at these customs guys were like she's from Cameroon so, <laughs> so it was, it was, we have stories but yeah let's move on so okay when was your last time here because you're a parent it means you grew up in this place right or wrong I just need to know I think our last time was that story here this, this last time we, we did a road trip what we woke up one day and was like let's do a road trip you know we explore Nigeria because she's no, traveled around Nigeria more than me it was before COVID it was before COVID it was before COVID but, but I mean COVID made things hard mm. especially with like movement and stuff like just everybody was so indoors for a while and then when things burst out we had to start traveling a lot and then that's work yeah it was just crazy so when you came here last and today it's been almost so crazy. our last time here mm-hmm. is today <laughs> criminal. That's very funny. Yeah. And that means the last time being is going to be today. Yeah. We've yeah. renewed. Um, <laughs> it's like a passport. <laughs> but things are quite different. Yeah, again, I see the so. tech drive. Um, yes, there's a, driving around. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm always tuned to seeing opportunities. I'm okay. driving around, and all yeah, I could I see was the op- opportunities to build more things on in in Aquaibum states. And I think that sometimes some of those things are really, really tiny things that if we engage the right set of people, we can get that to happen. I've been speaking to quite a number of young people and it's still the whole, I want to do this, I want to do that, but I don't have access to this. And some of these things are not difficult. We just need more people speaking about, about it. Them. Building and bridges. I, yeah, and advocating for That's it. That's what you do in some way. Yeah. And she does too in many ways. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, about this big, bold claim, I say it's a claim not because I don't know that it's possible, This state, Aquarium State, is the next tech destination in Africa, right? Do you think that I won't say are they ready? Because I I don't want to be asking the same questions. But what are your thoughts about this vision based on what you've seen today? Based on how you left it some years ago and what you're seeing today. Do you think that this is um, real? The guy Marcus and I spoke to yesterday said in two years all of this is gonna change. I'm like, are you sir, two years, sir? in Nigeria with all the blackouts we're having and all the people with this the blackouts will be changed in two years and quite probably it's going to have steady as in like they'll have 24 hours light I'm like wake me up <laughs> so please wake me up today with your thoughts about you know um, this big bold claim okay. I mean I think I think that the claim has to happen I think the vision has to be there because if we have that vision and we're seeing it and we're repeating it to ourselves over and over again it stops being a foreign impossibility it starts to look like a possibility and people then start to act accordingly i like that they're not just talking they made a step they had a whole event that they brought people from different parts of nigeria even different parts of the world to come in here and add some sort of value to 
the people the people are seeing it one thing i believe about dreams is you have to first know what it is that you want because as i started earlier the life you want is possible you just have to see people who look like that life and see them do it and then you suddenly realize i too can do this is why representation is very important and it's why i'm really excited that they were able to get people who look like them who look like us to come in here and speak about this right it's possible the infrastructure they've already started to lay the foundations now we're going to you know mental work which is what this whole event has been about showing proof mental work bringing people who have done it and connecting them to people who are about to do it so if we continue at this pace if we have more conversations more engagement infrastructure they're building it but then they, they need to even know what to build and conversations like this are the things that will fuel those kind of actions um oswald had said earlier you know adopt the startup act if you didn't come for this event some people would never have known what the startup act is and so now people can say okay how can we adopt it and make it an acquirement thing if they are serious if the, if the people are serious if the government is serious and they say this is what we want to be this is the vision of course they will break that down into goals what are going to be the key indicators to help us see that this is where we're going what have what has worked in san francisco what has worked in lagos what has worked in all this different in india what have what are the things that have worked? Which ones do we want to work for us? And which ones do we want to personalize for ourselves? What are the numbers that are going to be our SI units for success? Key things like that, I think it's already possible. We just have to decide. And now I like that Aquibon has decided. It's now up to the rest of us to figure out how can we support. It doesn't matter whether it's possible or it's not. It's how can we support so that at least we can have progress. Because for me, it's always going to be progress over perfection. Let's just move forward. I mean, it always seems impossible to be done. But um, two words, and I'll lean on what she said and something Osiris said earlier. We need two things to make drastic change or to make the impossible possible or to make the dreams become reality. And that's visionary leadership and collaboration. Visionary leadership in terms of um, you know, projecting and saying this is where we want the state to be and that's what that's all the conversation we've been having. These are the policies that exist. How do we then implement it? Now, implementation goes into collaboration. You can't implement in silos. And that's one of the mistakes that we see across government. This is an African thing, right? Where government tries to operate in silos, the private sector tries to operate in silos, the technical system tries to operate in silos, and everybody's angry at everybody because we're not speaking the same language. We need to speak more, collaborate more. So that when the government is driving this change, or you know, you with the visionary leadership, we're saying, oh, no, 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 this direction you're going doesn't necessarily work for us in terms of tech if you're going to be banning xyz xyz it stops innovation it stops disruption why don't we do it this other way that way you're protect, protecting the indigenous of the state but you're also helping tech develop so we need much more collaboration we can't leave the government to just operate on their own and the government cannot just leave us to operate on our own we have to come find middle grounds on how we can operate and um and build out this this vision together and that's really profound I think these are the missing pieces that we need to be able to cement what currently I think is the status quo. I'm really, really honored to have you and our Maria Lesson again. Thank you. And I think Thank that Patreon Africa would have to bring one of you, what you guys can do with one <laughs> Both of you, the power, the synergy, the wisdom is totally palpable. So um, accept this as a formal, informal, formal, whatever. 
send you send your bill. So guys, you this is the fake house husband. So you guys, from this viewpoint of Mike, I see that Web is not ready to be a house husband. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So guys, thank you so much for um listening to this podcast today. Um have a guest lineup so stay tuned. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. It was so funny.